She's clicking start. We're back. <laughs> We're back for season two of Crime and Punishment. It's official, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so getting back into it, we need to address some things. <laughs> yeah. It ended kind of abruptly last semester. Yeah. So again, it ended kind of out of nowhere. Um, we had plans for a few more episodes before the school year like took a break for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that did not not at all happen. <laughs> it kind of dissolved, like yeah. it crumbled apart. It, we were going really strong. I had some family stuff come up that um, pulled me away from mile from school and work. Literally and, everything. Yeah, I like disappeared fell off for the face a of the planet. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so it was like we said, kind of busy <laughs> on both ends, <laughs> on all fronts. Christmases, and I was doing play practice and like stuff at church. Um, so the podcast took a backseat. Yeah, because with everything going on, it was yeah. just we had no time to look up cases or do no, anything or get is, in that's here. That's the whole idea. Is we, like when we do this, we want to make sure we're doing it like well, exactly. We don't want to throw something together like the night before. Okay, let's go record this and put yeah, something and out. It's like it was, oh, we got a fifteen minute yeah, podcast because exactly. we had one page of notes on yeah, the case. We spent like a whole week Legit, working on our own insane. stuff. Yeah, cr- so and then we come together. <laughs> exactly, it so works so well. It just got we took we took a break. It's yeah. okay. It happens. So I mean, <laughs> other than that, <laughs> just been reading a lot. But it's been too cold to be outside doing anything so i was like hmm, i'm gonna read i've been like as sarah says i've been like speed reading or whatever yeah. what did you call it the other day i don't know i think speed reading yeah because yeah. usually usually um zoom reading yeah caitlin caitlin she takes like a month about a book <laughs> which is totally fair <laughs> i do read pretty decent sized books usually though. I, I agree and you're reading like usually it's historical fiction which yeah. is stuff that would take me three months to get through because <laughs> i hate that kind of stuff so like totally fair i read literally whatever can be put into my hands and i i, I speed read regularly until i get like depressed and, and then it's game <laughs> over but no caitlin she's for sure been like she's been up in her game lately she's Legit. reading more than me lately I, so i think i'm like I've got four on my Goodreads goal so far, and I'm like, huh, maybe I hey, will make too. my goal this year. <laughs> What'd nice. you set your goal as? 20. Nice. I got guilted into doing 20. I was going to do 15. <sighs> Last year's was 25. I was going to do 15 this year, and then everyone else did 20. Did you and I said, it? oh, no, no. What'd you get? 12. Oh. <laughs> So I said 15 was generous. I liked 15. <laughs> and I said, everyone else on my that I'm friends with on Goodreads it was like 20. And I said, I can't be the lowest yeah, on the total I pole. I set mine at 40. I had 50 last year and I think I hit 34. Mm-hmm. So I set mine at 40 this year. I said, I can hit, well, I can hit 40. We'll see. I saw someone on, on the topic of books. I saw a dude on TikTok and he was like, yeah, my Goodreads goal is set at 500. And his wife's like, what the heck? I know. Dedicated. I know reading Dr. Yeah. Seuss books. I saw that. <laughs> I said, what I the saw, heck? He goes, tonight we read these five. And I was like, <laughs> honestly, real. valid. I, real, I love that. I would set my kid up a Goodreads. Honestly, yeah. That's so cute. But yeah, pretty much that's all I did during December. I'm not a Christmas fan. I don't like December. I don't care for it. I that's hate fair. I just like when family month. comes in. I don't Because I think that. our last... <laughs> Not for I me. think our last episode was in November before Thanksgiving. So it was like yes. Thanksgiving, Christmas, family yeah. issues, finishing up school. It's just, yeah, it's not for me. I hate I, this whole time of year. I'm just like the, I'm the grouchiest person alive. I'm not, it's better if That's I just fair. stay in. It's better for everybody. So <laughs> let I me just, just hold myself up. Literally. So it's just been a lot of reading around. <laughs> honestly that's fine and on top of reading we've also done some like brainstorming thinking yes. about the podcast yes. um, we in have the future changes coming yes. for this season um we are changing it up a bit yes starting with this episode but yeah. we'll get so into that we first off so when we started this whole thing the whole idea was to do you know college cases or cases that are involving like people our age college we age also groups. we were trying to relate it because we're on the college podcast channel so we kind of wanted to relate it back to and not just be like random true crime and i think that got our foot in the door yes and i think it was like a very like cool this is a cool way to tie this into like the college yes um but i think the further we got into it it's a little bit harder to find such specific cases when there are so well but especially when there's so many things within the realm of true crime to cover yes it was very hard to find like I got to the point where I was just finding like, oh, they're 18. That's college age. No, like, exactly. We'll just pass it. Exactly. Like, and so we're thinking about opening up our... Like expanding. Yeah, we're broadening our horizons. Yes. And basically that way, because we want to... Personally, would love to get talk more about like 
cases that don't have any coverage that are like yes. very limited because I feel like we can talk about the big cases, but like everybody's talked about the big cases. You exactly. Know what I mean? like, so like, I don't know. I feel like that's a big change that we're going to be seeing this season is like not necessarily focusing just on our age group, even though the intention was yes, to bring awareness, people our age, that right. stuff can happen. And like, you know, we think we're invincible at this age and <laughs> right. we're not. Exactly. But, um, I think, yeah, that that's going to be a change we're going to be saying is definitely, definitely opening up the age gap and the, the criteria we're looking yes. for. So. Which like last semester we covered cult cases, which covered the college age. We did Ted Bundy. Yes. One of the world's like largest serial killer. Right. Which also fit the college criteria because Ted Bundy. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then the cases with the electric chair, we also tried to make sure that they yes. fit the realm. Um, but this season, we like we said, want to open it up. Exactly. It'll just... There's just so many just, to choose yeah. from. And I just feel like closing ourselves off to one little group is like... And it made it really hard to research. Yes. For some, oh like, gosh. it was so hard. I was using so many different avenues. <laughs> and I'm like... Because we would decide on like a topic. Yes. And then be like, okay, well, we're going to do cults. And it's like... Now we have to find a cult that has some tie back to college or yes, some tie back to exactly. a student something. Exactly. And it was so difficult. It was a lot more harder than we thought it would yes. be. <laughs> I thought it would be a lot easier. Me too, to be honest. But like so. majority of it was Ted Bundy. <laughs> exactly. Um, but along with that, we also want to do another big name serial killer mm-hmm. this season, which I am so excited about. <laughs> I'm so excited. Getting yeah. Giddy. Um, we have a couple names being thrown around. I'm not going to give anything away because mm-hmm. we haven't really decided on one yet. Right. But definitely have names out there that are being discussed. But, yeah, but it'll we'll, probably be a two part episode again. Yeah. If, like the Ted Bundy one. Yeah. So I look for that to be coming because that'll, that'll definitely be thrown in this season. Yeah. Um, and then the last change in terms of the podcast we are going to try to do weekly episodes. Yes. <laughs> so you should be getting four episodes a month now instead of two. Yes. <laughs> um, we're going to see how this goes. Because <laughs> last year, last semester, last season, we were doing every other week. Yeah. And that, that worked okay. Yes. So we're going to push ourselves a little bit more because <laughs> we have so much fun doing this. I think it'll be easier to do it though because we're opening up, okay, kind of doing whatever yes, we want rather than true. just like, here's a specific thing, go figure out a right. case that fits into this exactly. criteria. So I think it won't be as difficult yes. to, to get stuff together and get information together yeah. and stuff. But so with that being said, if we miss a week yeah. because of life or school or work or it just doesn't happen that week, like y'all be fine yeah you'll have okay. more episodes okay. in general yeah, anyway you'll, you'll have okay. plenty to go through <laughs> just pace yourself on the podcast <laughs> yeah. everybody exactly so that's those are the goals for the semester or yeah. the semester for this season but uh we're we're definitely gonna see if we can uh keep up with that yeah once a week i think that'll be the hardest thing for us is yeah but i think if we'll, we'll, we'll be fine i think so <laughs> we'll be fine we'll get it we'll figure it out <laughs> Okay, so that pretty much sums up like everything that we all are, the changes, yeah. the rundown on that, us. Those are the things we talked about during like the break and stuff, and like we want, we felt we should change. So definitely, those those are going to be happening. Um, but I know all you devoted listeners at home are wondering what the hell are we talking about today? <laughs> right, because we have been rambling for eight minutes now. <laughs> so let's get on to the actual topic of today. We're not doing cases today. Right, this is the. Well, initially, this was going to be the only episode this season that we were going to do. Basically, we're doing like an update yes. on like everything true, true crime, crime because there is so like current much true crime going on. Yes, exactly. There's so much going on in the media right yeah. now that it feels weird and like neglectful to not right. address some of it or like to like have a conversation about some of it. So we're doing that. We're, we're talking about we're not sure what's going to happen, but we're talking about doing an episode like this every month. Yeah. Because of how quickly everything is moving and there yes. are current like there are like cases right now that are like, still developing. Exactly. So like we're really considering doing maybe like an episode a month with this kind of formatting. Yeah. So where we do a current real world, real time update on yes, true crime so that you all know what's going on around exactly, you. Cause we sit here and consume this stuff all day long. <laughs> yes. All day long. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, um, like we said, <laughs> following the news, consuming the media, there's yes. literally so much going on. There's, it's insane. So we're going to start, we've, we've basically made a list. There's been a list going all week <laughs> Yes, that we've been adding to and that we have been adding details to. I think to we did decide on Monday to do this yeah. instead of it's been what about we originally week. planned. Yeah. So um, we've so just we been We had original plans for like a regular, a regular case this mm-hmm. week. We ended up pushing it till next week because yeah. this idea came up and I said, yes. that's a great idea. Yes. <laughs> I think we should run with that. Yes. We'll do that. Um, so, um, we are going to jump right into basically our list we have going. Exactly. But first, 
We're going to keep our book updates. Oh, the book updates. <laughs> because we're readers. Yeah, we are readers. And it feels we're readers we, first. We, we got to include it. Yeah. So what are you reading right now? You just got a new book in the mail. Oh, my God. Let me tell you. <laughs> So, number one, I got two new books in the mail. Girl, I thought you only got one. No, I sent you both. Um, so, you my favorite book ever is Wuthering Heights. I can talk about the book for hours. <laughs> I should never be allowed to because I won't shut up. It's okay. It's bad. It's not okay. <laughs> Someone needs to, like, he can do a whole pot. <laughs> You can do a whole podcast episode on oh my just God. Wuthering Heights. It would Heights. be like a six-part episode. <laughs> oh I'm my obsessed. gosh. I'm obsessed. Just a deep dive into no, Emily Bronte. Anyways, so that's like the one book that like I have, like I already have six or seven different editions of it. Mm-hmm. Like they're all different, but I just, they're like, that's like the one thing I collect is the different editions copies of, of it. Copies of Wuthering Heights. Yes. And so if anyone has copies of Wuthering Heights, hit Sarah up. Give them to me. <laughs> so... <laughs> She loves them. I love them. So Amazon the other day, I was randomly looking for something else and Amazon had a sale going. It was like $5 for this book. I don't even know what you were looking for. Honestly. I don't know either. I (laughs) no idea. I think I was looking for a Charles Bukowski book. Yes. Um, And this popped up on like the, oh, you might want to look at this. And I was like, oh, I've already looked at that. Don't you worry. But anyways, um, (laughs) it was on sale for $5. The most gorgeous cover Mm -hmm. ever seen. So I got that. And then um, that's my plan to reread this year again is to reread Bethany Hyatt. There you go. Oh God. Um, <laughs> then I got Lauren Nowell. Nowell, I think it's her last name. She wrote, If He Had Been With Me. I read that in December. Mm-hmm. I was depressed. Dude, she and was let me tell wrecked. you. That book messed me up. <laughs> she, she, she messaged me. She's like, I'm sobbing. I'm not okay. It was <laughs> this bad. Book. It was <laughs> three in the morning. Huh? I was sitting in my room just, just cry. uh-huh. I was crying. I was so upset. Just sobbing. And I thought about that book. I've been thinking about that book every day <laughs> since. Because it just hurts my heart. Anyways, she wrote a second book. And I just happened to read the first one at the right time. Because the second book came right. out like a week ago. So I got that in the mail. And that's what I'm reading. And then I've also been reading American Sniper. Which is a total change of pace. She's reading. <laughs> I, listen... <laughs> I can't read multiple books at once. Oh my gosh. I I like I can't. But <laughs> yeah, but I do like I do like one like nonfiction and one fiction. So you can't confuse them. One's fact and one's not. Yeah, but like I don't know. I don't I don't go back and forth. We're different girls. Anyways, what are That's you reading? That's true. I'm reading The Wayward Bus by John Steinbeck because <laughs> I love John Steinbeck. He feels like just talking to an old man, like just recounting his tales or like you're like chatting with your grandpa. I love it. But he, I'm going to the mountains next week and I, he just feels like the mountains to me. I, I don't that. know. That, um, talking to like the authors that's that like that or that are like talking to an yes. old person. That's how Frederick Backman is for me. I, there you go. Love. Frederick I still Backman. haven't read any of his stuff. I gave you one. I know you I would, have it. And still. I keep saying you would love that book. <laughs> so unbelievable. It's, it's so good, dude. It just feels like, it just feels like you're sitting in a room and an old person's like, let me tell you something. No, exactly. That's and how John Steinbeck feels. Yeah. Like even when he like describes stuff, like sometimes I get kind of upset when I'm reading and like they're super descriptive. Right. He's not like that. Like he describes it enough that you know what's going on like you know the scenery <laughs> and that's all you need see i've never read anything by john steinbeck but i have like three of his books i think i love his books and i'm afraid of reading them and not liking them because you like them so, much, so. <laughs> that's how i feel about f scott fitzgerald really because the great gatsby was not one of my favorites it was wow. good but it wasn't one of it's my it's not my favorite of fitzgerald but i that's do fair. think it is phenomenal i that's fair Oh my god! Don't get me started on that joke. Anyway, that was <laughs> the book update for I everybody. I about Batman too. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So true crime. That's what we're here for. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's why we're Reel having a podcast. In. Yeah, back on back on topic. So first thing we're going to be talking about is Miss Gypsy Rose. Now, if you live under a damn rock and you don't know who Gypsy Rose is, we're going to give a little quick overview. And I mean, this is brief. If you want more details, there's the internet for a reason. No, exactly. So <laughs> exactly. Basically. Um, Gypsy Rose, she and her mother, Dee Dee, um, had basically the whole world convinced that Gypsy was sick. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a terrible case of, I can't pronounce Munchausen by Thank proxy. You. Thank you. Cause I can't ever pronounce okay. that. And I'm not going to look It's a strange stupid. looking word. Yeah. Um, so I mean, Gypsy had a shaved head her whole life. She was in a wheelchair. She was fed through a feeding tube, always doped up on some sort of drugs. Like you name it, it was happening. Yeah. They got like... Like Make-A-Wish, like yes. paid trips to Disney, got donations for the family. Gypsy was asked to come and sing at events. Yes. I did not know this. I, I was did. like, girl, There's what? There's a video that's been going around of her singing at, it's some like foundation she was what singing for. Heck? And it's just like, I, like people just loved her. And yeah, I was like, everyone just like adored her. They're like, yes. this girl's dying. <laughs> 
we're gonna exactly let her live it up while she can exactly so somewhere along the line though doctors were getting suspicious about the whole thing yeah my thing is is how do they get away like how did she get away with it for so long That's in a, the first well, place i did read that um Dee, Dee never let gypsy see the same doctor for for right ex- yeah, yeah. She i did would know see about a doctor that. like a couple times then they would switch but doctors even still again. you would think like doing blood work and x-rays and stuff they'd be like there's nothing wrong with her that's true but also all of her medical um like documents and stuff were all wrecked in hurricane katrina sick all so right it was it just i don't know it, it was i don't know it's <laughs> a mess it's a mess um so basically whenever the doctors would ask gypsy anything about herself medically um Dee would interject and talk for her um and love that so yeah but like the, at the same time she was always up doped up on drugs so exactly they couldn't really tell how healthy she was but they were convinced she wasn't as sick as they were all saying she was sick so it, it, awesome. it, but at the same time like the doctors did nothing else to look into it no, they kind of exactly. just like They're brushed just like, her under the rug hmm, she's paying us so like we're no, just not gonna say exactly. anything exactly um but she started gypsy started putting the pieces together and realizing she was not as sick as um she was being led to believe um she realizes on her own in the middle of the night that I she love can this. walk suddenly yeah <laughs> um and she can eat things that she was told that she was allergic to and she was seemingly normal even though she was probably a little stunted underdeveloped mentally because of everything that had gone on in her life right and so let's keep in mind gypsy's 23 years old at this time older than you and me right which it's crazy but she gets on the internet and basically meets this guy named nick um and long story short, again, if you want more information, go, go to the up. internet. It's, it's a cra- it's a crazy story. It, everybody There's knows it. There's also a movie though. about it. What's that? It's a TV show. Is called it called The Act? What's the actress's name? I can Joey see. Joey King. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She she did a. Re- I didn't watch the whole thing, but she did a really good job at okay portraying Dee Dee. I didn't or not Dee Dee. Um, Gypsy. I didn't know that it was a TV show. I thought yeah. it was a movie. Yeah. Okay. I would have. I think I would have enjoyed it more as a movie. I'm not a big TV person or a movie person, but <laughs> it was just it was long. <laughs> That's fair. Um, basically, Gypsy gets online and she's talking to this Nick guy and she's like, oh, I love you. I want to be with you. And he's like, I'll do anything for you. I love you. And she talks him into basically coming to her state so that he would murder Dee Dee. So that way they could be free and yep. they could be in love together. And yep. Nick agrees. <laughs> yep. So Gypsy lets Nick into the house late one night. She gives him duct tape, gloves and a knife and then locks herself in the bathroom and covers her ears so she didn't have to hear her mother scream. Which I think is so messed up. I think it's so... Uh, I hate victims. Sorry, but... <laughs> oh, I take that back. I don't hate victims. I hate people who victimize themselves. When they're, you know what I'm saying? I hate victims. Oh my I just, gosh. Uh, I read that earlier and I said, Girl, you, are you wanted this. this. No, literally. So basically, Nick does what she wants. And he goes into Dee Dee's room while she's sleeping and stabs her 17 times in the back. He goes to the bathroom and he gets Gypsy. Um, and according to Gypsy, she has stated this. Her and Nick have sex really quick and then they get in the car and they leave. And they go to the motel that he's been staying in. Cool. Uh, Gypsy decides to make a Facebook post saying the bee is dead. People saw it and reported it. And the authorities find Dee Dee dead in her home soon after. Which I have seen online somewhere that Nick admitted to stabbing Dee Dee a certain amount of times. But the stab wounds that she was found with were a different amount really then there's some speculation that gypsy actually like see and i wouldn't be surprised because she's the type of person that would like get him to do it go do something herself to to her mother and then still put the whole thing on him no exactly that's what i was thinking like because i did see somewhere that he was like oh he only admitted to this much but yeah she was found with more so what's going on here so basically authorities track the the stupid facebook post it's so stupid yeah this is well that's the thing kids still do it when they like post no, on snapchat they're like i'm gonna go shoot up it my school no and it's sense. like <laughs> you think no one's gonna see no, that literally you are you dumb exactly so Golly. they tracked her facebook post all the way to wisconsin where nick originally lived um and nick basically surrenders he walks out holds his hands up he's done he's giving in um gypsy walks right out behind him and that's when they all realize oh my god this is the sick little girl that couldn't walk <laughs> days ago oh my gosh um and then obviously they they were found guilty gypsy was sentenced to 10 years nick was sentenced to life um so jumping to last just like the end of december like 2023 yeah gypsy is national news <laughs> because she is released after serving eight years of her prison sentence she's right. now 32 years old everyone 
on the internet everyone everyone is in complete support of her being released because she's a victim um she had like full support behind her i agree i was excited for her to get out because in my head she was getting out and like gonna go live a normal quiet life i just saw it and i was like hmm okay i was fine with that i was thinking great because you know what I agree what her, her mom did was messed up yeah and technically she didn't kill anybody she was out she outsmarted the world Supposedly. and got someone else to do it yeah that's true so I was like good for you but I also did not expect her to get on the internet let me tell you as soon as she got out of prison I was like I saw it and then like the next day stuff started happening and I was like oh this is going no. the direction I thought it was exactly. gonna go exactly so she starts getting on the internet pretty much as soon as she's walked out of prison as soon as she's free yeah so um the first time we ever see her on the media is when she's walking out of a shoe store with her new now husband who's ryan they got married while she was in prison mm-hmm. um basically as soon as she got out of prison he took her to the shoe store she's apparently her shoes, shoes were too small yeah i don't really there i don't was know it was such a weird and i was like yeah what so shoes took have her you been wearing this whole time <laughs> exactly why did you not bring your prison slides out are you allowed to i don't know probably not i don't think so i think they'd keep them and reuse them to be honest but if she's had the same pair of shoes for well i'm pretty sure they give you new ones you never know for so long i've never been in prison (laughs) (laughs) i've never been in prison either (laughs) anyways um so yeah they're walking out of a shoe store and like the paparazzi's of course like crawling let me tell you she looks like she's eating it up though Oh, she loved it. You and could tell like, she loved every second of it. Her husband, however, was like, give us space, give us space. Yeah. Like She's smiling, prancing around her new yeah. little boots. She was having a great time. She loved the attention. Yeah. She gets a TikTok account and starts posting about how happy she is to be home and she's enjoying her time with her family and she's got a good relationship with her dad and stepmom, which if you do get on TikTok, you can find like yeah. her, her, what, her dad and stepmom talking mm-hmm. about like oh we're ready for her to be home yes yeah <laughs> they, they were in big support for her coming home and yeah stuff, which like i'm sure it's their kid you know i don't yeah, yeah. the eye roll was necessary sorry <laughs> <laughs> um so basically she's all over the internet um her husband's getting a lot of hate comments on the internet and she this is where it gets great this is where i, was, I love it me too um so basically she starts coming to her husband defense and in instagram comments commenting if you get likes and good comments, great. If you get hate, then whatever, because they don't matter. Because you're rocking my world every night. <laughs> yeah, I said it. The D is fire. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> <laughs> Which, <laughs> that's my favorite part of this whole thing Me so far. Me too. It's now become a viral. Like any, <laughs> I people are stopping here in the street. The D is fire. And I'm like, girl. <laughs> Like interviewers have been saying that to her, like to I get her to it, say yes. it again. I'm like, what the heck? Anyway, she's being booked for interviews on everything. Yes. Like literally everything. Like the view 2020. Um this is where <laughs> since she's got such a following now <laughs> and she's grown in the the social media world, people are starting to like notice some funky stuff. Yeah, no, for sure. So you so yeah you can notice in some of the interviews that when her husband starts to speak gypsy like places her hand on his arm and it's almost like her way of like stop talking now because he instantly starts quieting out which makes me wonder if like she's got a pr person that's like you need to i don't know training her probably but at the same time that's a technique her mom used to use on her that's fair so i don't know if i in my opinion she's trying to control the narrative that's fair so. Well, especially if she's created and like been telling this exactly. something this whole time. So she is very openly in all these interviews and on the internet putting everything on Nick, which yeah, we know he, he did the killing. He got convicted of Supposedly. actually murdering. Exactly. Um, but he went and murdered <laughs> Dee Dee because Gypsy told him to. Um, she isn't innocent in the crime. <laughs> Because why would she have spent eight years in jail exactly. if she was completely innocent? Exactly. No. It just feels weird that she's throwing everything on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I keep saying, I keep saying all the TikToks on my For You page mm-hmm. talking about, oh my God, y'all just switch up on everyone. The internet was going to turn on Didi. We all knew this was going to happen. Um, I don't know. I think I was in like full support for her getting out. Mm-hmm. And I think her like jumping into the social media and like trying to take fame out of such a dark situation makes it like what are you doing she's trying to do and i'm like exactly like obviously it was such a big case 
she got out like right. you know that the media is going to try to like but you didn't have to go and get on social media girl no facebook's what got you in go trouble in the first your, place like yeah <laughs> you're you got a whole like fresh start here yeah. why are we like she's making a career yeah. off of exactly this weird dark thing exactly. that happened and it's just like i don't know you're monopolizing on <laughs> talking, the murder talking of your about mother. exactly talking about dark things nick has openly stated that gypsy has a darker side that she called her alter ego ruby yeah she's manipulative and smarter than she lets on things are not always as they appear <laughs> is what nick has said he feels deserted by gypsy and gave his entire life because he wanted to be with her so now he's just because he wanted to be with gypsy is now spending the rest of his life in prison exactly exactly um and i mean the backlash just keeps going there's rumors going around that i mean you told me this part yes her her, um well there's been rumors that her husband's like really weird and sketchy which i agree i don't like the i don't know something about him's all no for sure but caitlin was texting me the other day and she was like did you hear the did you hear that um like there's a rumor um gypsy and ryan her husband are like half Half siblings siblings are related somehow my jaw dropped i said (gasps) that's that's what's wrong with them (laughs) it it makes sense that's what's wrong with them (laughs) it makes sense yeah but that's what (laughs) just crazy um we've talked and agreed that she should say out of public eye or get out because i i think something's gonna happen and she's come all of this whatever world she's created or narrative she's created is gonna come crashing down because she's you got the spotlight on you she's in the spotlight but still trying to keep up whatever she's created for herself and i'm not saying there's not truth in her story right i'm not saying that there's lies in her story it's just that it's i don't know there's cracks in everything exactly it's just i think there's something's bound to come out at some point that's gonna make someone some reporter or something dig into it again exactly and she's just gonna end up in trouble again (laughs) exactly um and i also think the whole gypsy rose thing it always in my head at least always sparks a conversation of like what about the menendez brothers because Mm -hmm. i know very little about the menendez brothers there's so much and i feel like i've done so much reading on it and i still feel like i don't know enough to like fully yeah talk about the whole situation yeah. because there is so much but i've seen so many videos of the court case and stuff right and i mean i know i know the basics i know the logistics of it but i just feel like if we're gonna play oh well she was a victim so no, exactly she, you know what i mean technically yes the menendez brothers did kill their parents but in my opinion their abuse was 10 times worse than what exactly Dee Dee and gypsies was so i don't know but that is another rabbit hole i could freaking that's, fall that's into fair. <laughs> that's wild um so on to the next hot topic in true crime which i'm sure some of you have seen it's been oh my gosh if any of you have like computers where it, like when you go to the search engine it immediately rolls up like news yeah you probably saw it. um the jail in mississippi that's under they've got some issues yeah this is my favorite one we're talking about today. really i think this one's so fascinating so yeah (laughs) if you don't know uh behind the state jail in mississippi over 200 bodies were discovered in unmarked graves recently yeah so total count was 215 last i checked Mm -hmm. um these bodies were not inmates they're believed to be victims of police brutality wonderful um don't know how much that checks out there's uh, every website you look at there's a different different answer exactly but um i don't know oh the big the big key point here is that none of the family members of any of these victims knew they were there right like there's missing people like, exactly um yeah they weren't aware <laughs> they've been kept in the dark the only reason they were found out is because like i just said of a mother filing a missing persons report and her child was buried six feet under the state jail yeah so apparently her son had been hit and killed in a car accident and then just buried which back i don't understand that. i don't understand how that works because the family would have been should should have been notified exactly you know what i mean i don't know Uh, something strange no none of it adds up it's it's very suspicious um and there's hundreds literally hundreds of families in the same position as that mom they're all unmarked (laughs) some have numbers or metal rods supposedly marking where the bodies are laying but like not probably not even half of them have those yeah so when the state got caught for this the state started arguing that all these bodies were quote-unquote unclaimed but the thing is that like cemeteries have like popper exactly why were they buried back there it it just doesn't make sense um so they're saying that 
you know, they were unmarked, but the families were all saying that they were never contacted. And like it, like it just doesn't make sense. Um, the coroner specifically is taking a lot of heat because he claims his only job is to determine the death, right? The cause of death. Yeah. And that's not true. Yeah, he, Coroners are also supposed to be able to notify the right people. That's um, fair. Because they're supposed to identify the person. Right. So he's, but, he, and like they, I know um, coroners have to take, I think if I'm not wrong, 40 hours in communication specifically for that mm-hmm. for like i for like notifying the right people even if it's not notifying the family they're notifying the right people to tell the family right um and he's claiming that that is not part of a coroner's job he shouldn't have to do that part so fair enough i don't like him but <laughs> fair enough <laughs> so he that's all he said the coroner yeah i guess that's all i read <laughs> okay <laughs> Oh, that's <laughs> okay. I'm like, you're taking your part. I'm sorry, I just get excited. No, it's okay. Um, but he has made no comment to the media since. Um, and it just gets worse because the state now wants to charge the families to exhume the bodies from these unmarked graves. Which is so stupid. Yeah. Why? No, why? no. They want to charge them, them to, the to dig place. them back up, to identify them, and then give them the rights to a proper burial, which is... That's so much disgusting. <laughs> they were never notified of it in the first place. So like, how are they exactly? No. <laughs> Definitely state of Mississippi owes those families some proper treatment for I those agree. loved ones. I agree. Golly. Moving right along. We're going into another big one. Um, which I is... also don't know a whole lot about this one. Really? I kind of kept up with it. And then oh I was God. like, there's too much going on. I kept up with it for so long a while yes like quite a while and then when i was kind of quieted it on TikTok, down and then i was like Meh. i i'm not gonna lie we're talking about eight passengers in case nobody has picked up yet which i don't know why you would have because we gave no hint but exactly they were basically a family vlogging channel right on youtube which, which i always I think beef with those anyway you what i have beef with those oh anyway. no me too they're all weird it's strange <laughs> they, and i'm like no something is always exploiting off your children yeah. so it's a mom a dad and then six kids that's where mm-hmm. you get number eight um I never really watched them. Didn't really know anything about no. them until all of this came out. Um, the only reason I knew who Ruby Frankie was is because I saw that this was before she ever got caught for anything. There was a video that was going around of her youngest daughter, who I think was six or five at the time. Mm-hmm. And her teacher called home one day and was like, hey, right. yeah, she did. Nobody sent lunch with this little girl at school today. Can you bring lunch to the school? And her Ruby Frankie, she was like, no. She's she's in charge of making her own lunch. She's Don't give her any six food. years old. Do not give her any oh. food. She needs to go hungry, and that way she learns from her mistake. Sorry, she's six. She's a baby. <laughs> she's six years old. So, I never liked her because of that, but that's insane. I digress. <laughs> yeah, they literally knew nothing about it till they started breaking headlines because her Ruby and this other lady Jody Hildebrandt were keeping kids locked up in the house and abusing them yep. in the house i guess that they owned together there was some it was weird like, jody's house if i'm not wrong okay ruby and her kids moved in to jody hildebrand because house. there was some like separation with ruby and her husband yes. something like that um the oldest daughter and i think the oldest son had moved out and cut ties with their family yeah obviously she's freaking crazy crazy um so people were suspicious about what was going on. There had been reports of child protective services being called at making visits to the house, but nothing was ever really done about it. No. Gotta love CPS. No, literally. Um, one call pertaining to her two youngest kids running in the streets and the other called other call was that her oldest daughter, Shari, Sherry, Sherry. Yes. So it's S H A R I. That is a strange <laughs> way to spell that. Um, made a call claiming that the two youngest had been left in the home alone for five days. Yeah. So basically they were both Judy, Jody Hildebrandt and Ruby Frankie were both arrested and placed in custody after her youngest son, who was 12 at this time, crawled out a window and ran to the neighbor's house and asked them to call the police, which is insane. Makes my stomach drop. It's, it's so upsetting. He had duct tape on his wrists and ankles and was very obviously malnourished. Um, so the 911 call actually has been made public. It is so depressing to listen to. That guy? Yes. Yes. He is I have heard that. Fighting back tears the whole yes. time on this phone call because he's just, he's so upset over the whole thing. Yeah. Which is, it's just heartbreaking. The neighbor. Um, they also found the youngest daughter who was 10 at this point in the house who was also extremely malnourished. Um, they were both taken to the hospital. 
Um, Literally, and, and that was the end of it. That was all we heard for, for <laughs> yes, a while. For a long yeah, time. Yeah, they both, um, Jody Hildebrandt and Ruby Frankie, had mugshots that went viral mm-hmm. on the internet. Um, and that was kind of it for a while. Yeah. Because we were just kind of like waiting. Yes. <laughs> you know, um, obviously, famous people, because she is, at least Ruby is famous. Right. To an extent, YouTube famous. Yeah. Um, but they can pay their way out of situations. But like, P- these kids had some people behind them fighting for justice. No, for sure. Um, they were each Jody and Ruby yes. were both facing fifteen years each and ten thousand dollar fine, which they had a virtual court date set and over a thousand people joined and overwhelmed the system and it was delayed by an hour. Yeah, <laughs> there was they were they kicked a lot of people out because I know a lot of people were like screaming and cussing out in this. What the heck? They were pissed. I don't know, but like at the same time, it's court get out. <laughs> I don't know. It was crazy. Um, so yeah, by this time, everybody was like digging way further into their YouTube channel looking yeah. for stuff now. Which um, t- <laughs> I don't know why she didn't edit some of the stuff out. Literally. Like it was right there. Yeah. It, 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 it's so bad. Um, so Sherry, who was the oldest daughter, she publicly came forward saying she was happy that the right people were finally getting caught, that justice was finally being served. Um, she had asked fans to start looking through the videos and pull clips from their channel that could help prove um, any case of child neglect. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the video that I saw go viral like months before this happening, stuff like that. Um, she's been extremely vocal and present online on the fact that she loves her siblings and that she's so grateful people are finally listening because that's what she's been trying to get attention on for years. Right. And there's been speculation about the relationship between Jody and Ruby, which is something that I thought was weird. Really? And they were roommates. (laughs) Oh my God. They were roommates. Story. Um, I thought they were lesbians. (laughs) (laughs) But about connections, Jody's weird program being a cult, which I know nothing about. What? (laughs) Oh, I didn't put a lot of details in here because I thought everybody knew about that. Mm-mm, not bad. That's okay. Um, other children who knew Jody and were involved in this program in the past have come forward talking about the weird and disturbing things that Jody has said or done. Yeah. So it wasn't looking good for either one of them. Um, I'm sure Jody is facing time because um, I mean, there's so much evidence right. against the against both of them. Um, in the house, they found two pairs of handcuffs, a bowl with red liquid and a metal spoon inside, which jello so literally i was i read that earlier like the stuff that you put in a hummingbird feeder what do you mean red liquid it's like what you put in a hummingbird feeder i hate sugar, it sugar water no i'm sure <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> i should not be joking like this i'm sorry i agree i take That's it back okay. <laughs> your dad's gonna hate us for this <laughs> um she, they found tape they found saran wrap like uh at least three ropes um, absorbent dressing and bandages among a bunch of other things. What the heck? Yeah. Um, and the worst part is not the worst part. The best part for us, the worst part for Ruby Frankie is literally the day before they got caught. She posted a vlog up onto the internet, which just proves that she was in the home right. and completely aware of everything that was going on. So ridiculous. So yeah. most recently Ruby ended up pleading guilty to most of the charges that were made against her. Um, Jody hasn't been in the media much, no. which is really weird. <laughs> Uh, the father, so Ruby's husband that she was separated from, whatever, um, isn't being looked at. It's hard, like, not to question, though, whether like, he was yeah. new or was involved. Like, you would think even if you're separated, like, you would still have something to do with the life yeah, of your exactly. children. But he wasn't in the house. Him and Ruby were, like we've said, on a separation. So, yeah. who knows? Um, he also did not want to live in the house that they were that Jody was at because he apparently had a really strong distaste towards Jody. Apparently, because she was freaking crazy. Yeah, because that whole that whole thing. I don't know what it is. It's it's called connections. Is but that's why everyone's calling it a cult because it's very like weirdly secretive and they're very mm. like I don't know churchy people freak like me that. out. Oh, anyways, <laughs> not like you churchy people <laughs> like like the churchy people. You know what I'm talking Mormons. about. Yes. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there is a lot more abuse and, I mean, a lot more details about this case that we're not going to get into because 
I mean, I've been watching time. this for months. Yeah. And I don't, we don't want to spend an hour Again, talking about this. The internet is free. Exactly. It's a whole rabbit hole you can go down and look at. Um, but there are tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of people online talking about this that have compiled information mm-hmm. and they're pulling resources. Like, literally, you could probably get the rundown on TikTok. No, that's what I've been doing. <laughs> so, I mean, and I can look at those for an hour right. easily because there's just so much. Um, so definitely go check all that out if you're interested. Um, but since then, the case has kind of been quiet. It has been. I, I, was saying, her, I haven't seen much of anything. I on saw it. her plead guilty the other day. That was like two weeks ago. And that's all I've seen since. But at the same time, like court takes time. It's not a TV show. It that's takes true. time to this get This is through. not judge duty. No, literally. <laughs> so like definitely, I think it's just a big part is like, just got to get through court. Yeah, <laughs> that's get, true. Get through all of it and get through um, all the sentencing and stuff. So <laughs> as for the other four kids, so Sherry and Chad, the oldest two, they're going to college and making friends seem to be doing fine yeah. with they've everything been, coming out up to all the court stuff i know that um two middle children which are both girls were living with sherry but chose to leave and be put into the system which is so sad which why I, would you not say with your sister i don't they're traumatized. That. i don't know um the only reason we found out why they did this was because sherry called the police on them for being out of hand and misbehaving and they didn't like that yeah so they chose to be put into foster care yeah so they're just gonna anyway <laughs> the biggest eye roll just on my face um, it's fine. so the little girl who was found in the house couldn't really find anything out about where she is um i would like to believe that she is with family but the reality is that she very well could also just be in the system let's see my thing is is that these kids have been abused and if they don't get the help they need they're probably just going to go on to be abusers exactly <laughs> exactly it's, it, it's a terrible cycle and it's sickening is what yes. it is that's why i hate i hate our Yep. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> nope. Um, so the young boy who snuck out and got help that not only saved his life, but his sister's life also, mm-hmm. he was being held due to allegations were made against him. Um, she claimed that he was sexually assaulting all of his siblings and that he should under quote unquote under never circumstances be around any other children. Um, which I wholeheartedly with my full chest, I'll die in this hill called bull on because there's no way I genuinely think she was mad that she got caught and took it out on him. This was her last way of like, here, screw you because you got me in trouble. Yeah. Because he couldn't go back and be with his siblings, even if he wanted to exactly. Cause now they have to look into this whole thing. Uh, that's ridiculous, but it's disgusting. (laughs) This case, it's a lot of heavy stuff, but it's nice knowing that at least, hopefully those kids are not being abused anymore and hopefully they get freaking justice dude it's no exactly so upsetting on to the next one yeah (laughs) yeah next next one this one is a little more lighter so is it i think so (laughs) it's about the manson family i love the manson Uh, family this actually took place last july one of the main members of manson family leslie van houghton houghton thank you (laughs) was released from prison yeah she served for over half a century I think her total serving time was 53 years, which is gum. bunker. She's a little old lady now. <laughs> I was looking through all the pictures when I was doing research for this on Manson family and like they are old now. And it's isn't strange. it cool? I think it's cool because they'll, po- they'll put like a picture and then you see yes. them getting released. I'm like, yes. What the heck? Yes. I think it's cool that we're alive to see them walk That's again. That's insane. <laughs> I think it's so cool. Um, she had her parole hearing pushed five different times. And finally was granted her freedom back mm-hmm. into society again recently. So. Another family member, Bruce Davis, was not as lucky with his hearing. Uh, he was a guest on a podcast and the courts didn't like that. So when they found out <laughs> that he had done two interviews on this podcast, they denied him parole. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of a joke, but whatever. Because yeah. um, he claimed that he did the podcast to help jog his own memory on the murder so he could finish writing his own book he'd been working right. on. Which I don't know if I believe... But at the same time, like I would, I'm so yeah, down was to quoted, read a book by Bruce like, Davis. Yeah, he was like, I haven't listened to the podcast. Does it sound like I'm praising Manson? Like oh that was God. one of the quotes or something he said. And I was like, chill, buddy. <laughs> um, Patricia Krenwinkel, another family member, was up for parole. She's coming up again in June for yeah. parole. Yeah, this coming year. Um, she was gr- actually granted parole in her last hearing, mm-hmm. but the governor of California stepped in and reversed it. I hope so. We'll see how it goes this time. Said she's not fit for society. Yeah. And I said, neither are you, yes. but <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> let them be free. <laughs> sorry. I'm a big fan of the Manson family. I shouldn't put that out there, but it's true. <laughs> she is. She's a little crazy, but it's okay. I love it. It's cool. Um, this one <laughs> is one that I have been 
it's so interesting to me anyway <laughs> it's to the it's like listen me and death row since we started this podcast it's been yeah. a thing i get on and i check to see if when the next execution and i get texts like so at least bad. once a week like hey who's who's who, who's who on death row now <laughs> so this bad. guy got removed <laughs> so bad because i'll get on there i'll be like oh there's one for next week and then i get on to check it and it's like no he got pardoned yeah. out of nowhere it's also been a hot topic um not only between you and me but between me and like my grandfather really? about bringing about bringing back public um executions <laughs> i think they should i agree I agree we'll with that. It has been such a hot topic around lately, and I I'm in full support. I think they should. You don't want to see it? Don't go see it, man. No, exactly. Let the rest of, of us enjoy. Stay what out of what? Stay out of the square. You'll be fine. Yeah. So the state of Alabama, getting back on track. Yeah. <laughs> I love this one. The state of Alabama introduced a new method of execution, and last month Kenneth Smith was convicted of the 1988 murder for hire of 45 year old Elizabeth Sinnott. Yeah, so apparently Smith had been hired by Elizabeth Elizabeth's husband, who was a pastor. Yes. I did not know that detail until today. Yes. Thought it was crazy. <laughs> he was poor job, man. Yeah. Anyways. Um, but now we know that the pastor had actually hired another man named Billy Gray Williams, who turned around and hired Smith, and another man named John Forrest Parker yeah. did the job. There's a lot of people going on. Yeah. So Pastor Charles, because that was his name, plans to give each individual a thousand dollars for the murder, and he planned to collect Elizabeth's insurance money to get himself out of debt. I hate men. <laughs> I hate men wholeheartedly. Ugh. Anyways, so yeah. She she basically was stabbed with one of those like fireplace poker things. Yeah, that's that's what I gathered yeah, from it. And then she they took her to the hospital and she died in the hospital um the three men framed the murder as a home invasion gone wrong because that's what they were told to do by right. pastor charles um but the pastor turned them in when he was brought in for questioning he gave out names yep he went and confessed at his church very shortly after that he had been having a, an affair leading up to the murder i hate men <laughs> um here's where here's this is like really like puts the bow on top for me of why i hate men because after he causes the whole problem uh-huh. he, he literally he is the problem no he exactly cheats, he kills his wife to get her money yeah and then he goes and kills himself exactly <laughs> he goes and, and there kills was, himself there was some stuff where like one of the things i read was like he got into his truck after he left the church shot himself in the chest in the truck one of the ones said that he shot himself in his son's backyard like it was i, I don't know I, there was a lot going on but point is he's dead and yeah, he deserves he to be killed dead. himself like he did all this for nothing anyway stupid anyways uh, the trio so williams kenneth smith and parker are arrested and tried williams got life in prison he died in prison smith and parker got the death penalty the jury in smith's case voted 11 to 1 in a second trial for a less severe punishment of life in prison but the judge overruled it i love judge overruling stuff he's in charge man um so parker was executed by lethal injection in 2010 mm-hmm. um smith was supposed to be executed by lethal injection in 2022 yep. he survived um as the team failed to get a line going to administer the drugs um i think they poked him 12 times if i'm not wrong i read that somewhere um and they just kind of get and yeah. i hooked on which is well i think they tried multiple like like in his leg and in his arm yeah, and, and stuff they and then they just could in yeah. his neck and they couldn't so soon after smith after he literally ex- like lived past his death row date yep he um started seeing a psychologist because his quote this is a quote from him and i didn't see this anywhere I when did. i was I read researching this the it. other day his victims were visiting him at night now let's keep in I mind that Be as tormented. far as we know he like killed elizabeth right but he was a hitman. <laughs> right. So I can't help but wonder who else is there. No, exactly. Because he said victims with an S. I double checked three times. <laughs> See? I hate men. Serves him right. What does? Get tormented. Oh. I 100% <laughs> agree. You have oh, no idea. No. <laughs> That's insane. On January 25th, 2024, after being on death row since 1996 and one failed execution <laughs> attempt... <laughs> Kenneth Smith was executed in a new way, nitrogen hypoxia, which is nitrogen hypoxia starves the person of oxygen. They put this little mask on <laughs> and they administer straight nitrogen gas. I love it. Um, it's crafty. Effectively leading to their death after they just <laughs> have no air. No, for sure. Um, it's been authorized for use in Oklahoma, Alabama, and Mississippi after various issues with lethal injection have come up in the past couple of years. Yeah. So the main issue with lethal injection is sourcing the drug that puts Which, if I'm not sleep, wrong, I think Ohio has like ceased their death row stuff simply because they can't get access to Really? Mm, they've put, it's like, I can't, I think we should bring back, what are those things with the big blade that comes down on your head? Guillotine? Yes. Yeah. You yes. know the last use of those? I think it was in the 70s. Really? I think so. 
Don't quote me on that, uh, but I think so. Uh, that's one of those like bucket list things I want to see. Oh, I thought you were going to say do. And I was like, <laughs> huh? Put my <laughs> Take me out. <laughs> That'd be such a cool way to go out, bro. Send me out like Marie Antoinette. Oh, how neat. I saw a video of that the other day. Well, Marie not, Antoinette? Not, not the original. Wait, not the original. No. <laughs> The one on TikTok. The movie. Yeah. Yeah. My sister said it to me because my sister from Napoleon. Sure. Okay. I don't watch movies. I don't know. I, I think so. That's she showed me one. and Heather. Yeah. She was like, you have to see this. This is so cool. And then he picks up her head and I was yeah. like, sick. 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 Um, anyways, <laughs> the main issue with lethal injection is sourcing the drug that puts the mate to sleep since the one manufacturer of it has stopped making it. Yep. So many companies have stopped selling it to... Uh, stop selling to those using the drugs for capital punishment yeah so they won't like they won't sell to the states right um which now makes it harder to find the drugs for the executions Mm -hmm. um so states have prompted to find alternative execution methods idaho has authorized use of firing squad which i love me too i think (laughs) i think that should be worldwide baby um in the case that lethal injection is unavailable they use firing squads yep i think that's pretty sick it's insane. Love those like this isn't gonna work. We'll go old school. Well, yeah. What do they expect? Get wrecked. There's always another way. No, exactly. Alabama is the first state to execute an inmate with nitrogen hypoxia, and officials combated claims that it was unethical by saying nitrogen has been used in Europe for assisted suicides for a while now. So, looks like this might be the future of death row. Nitrogen hypoxia, firing squad, and. Honestly, who knows what else they're going to no, come up for with. Sure. Let's bring back public hangings. That's what I'm saying. Like in the How of the iconic would it be for a little every doll town on a stick? to have their own hanging tree? Just like a state bird, a state hanging tree. That's all I'm saying. How freaking <laughs> cool would that be, dude? <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, anyways. It's okay. And plus, it's like, it's like a public reminder. Like, hey, That's don't break I'm the saying. law. Why are we like continuing to give people slaps on the wrist? Literally. Um, but there was a lot of backlash with this form and of execution. Anytime people get executed, there's always like the media blows up again because they're like reminded of it. But they what only care they when someone's getting exactly. They only care when someone's getting executed, not in the in between time. No, exactly. Um, so specifically, people had a problem with it because he uh, Kenneth Smith apparently struggled for 22 minutes. Yeah, before finally dying. They, su- they expected like in 30 seconds or whatever he would pass out. Right, and, he and did it not. took a lot longer than they expected. Yeah, but like at the same time, I'm the first person to say <sighs> this was not inhumane. <laughs> Sorry, you killed somebody. My thing is though, they're using it for assisted suicide. In yeah, are we doing it wrong? Did we Alabama do it wrong? Is that where this was? Huh? Did the state do it wrong? No. Oh. They put the mask on him. Listen, all I'm saying is struggle for 22 minutes. No, exactly. He just fought harder. No. I guess. Yeah. He was determined to beat his execution attempt a second time. And number two. He said, third time is a charm. <laughs> Can you no. imagine? No. no. I think. I think people Well, then that dramatic. was another thing that came up with this case was a lot of people were like, he's already, like, he's already gone through the trauma of, of being on oh the gurney. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> Sorry. You think getting stabbed in the fire poker isn't traumatizing? <laughs> Let me tell you though, that's what people have said. They're like, he already went through the trauma of being on the gurney once and 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 facing mortality once. He doesn't need it again. And I'm like, get wrecked, dude. No, literally, it's not my fault. We couldn't kill you the first time. It's not. We're gonna. Do- oh, sorry, you survived. You get to walk now. No, like for life, and they resuscitate him. And they're like, oh, your life sentence is up. You died. Real. Came back. Could you imagine? But there's no way. <laughs> anyway, so this next one is extremely recent. Yeah, this one my sister actually sent me this morning because I don't know anything about this one. Either. I did nothing about it until literally right. two hours ago when my sister called me and she said, "Did you hear about this? This happened last month." I said, "Huh?" huh? Um, <laughs> last month, January, a Georgia teen pageant queen was charged with the murder of an 18-month-old Trinity Madison Pogue. Yeah, I can't say her last name either. 18 years old was arrested and charged with felony murder, aggravated battery, and cruelty to children in the first degree in connection to the tragic death of an 18-month-old toddler. Um, so basically the little boy was admitted to the emergency room in a hospital in Georgia. He was unresponsive and in critical, whoa, (laughs) and in critical condition. Um, despite the efforts of the hospital staff to perform life-saving measures, the baby did in fact die due to blunt force trauma. What the heck? Yeah. With this case being so fresh, there's still a lot of details coming out. Um, it's known that the child belonged to her boyfriend at the time. And apparently this took place in his dorm room. Where was he? No clue. No Actually, idea. maybe I did see about this on TikTok. Really? I didn't. Because it's not nothing. her baby, right? It's his. It's his. Yeah. yeah. I did see this it on TikTok, kind of. If, if I'm not wrong, it hap- that's what they say at least happened in his dorm room. It's not confirmed, but 
Um, we also don't know the cause or the motivation behind any of this because um, Trinity has tons of pictures on her social media with her and young children seeming like a loving and gentle person, which is why I hate social media personas <sighs> because it always seems to work that way. That's true. But that's all we know so far of this case. Um, so maybe if we do another update episode next month, we can yep. update it again. Follow this one because yeah. there's literally little information. But just one of those. It's just like it's I don't know. There's just been so much lately. Well, then <laughs> can I add real quickly? Yeah. I saw on TikTok apparently a um, dude in Indiana. I don't know if you watched it when I sent it to you. I think this so. guy in Indiana they just found like 10,000 bone fragments oh, yeah. in his yard. So maybe we'll, maybe we'll yes. cover that one next And I time. saw one this morning. There was a serial killer on the loose in Austin, Texas. They found 19 bodies, 19 bodies <laughs> in Lake Ladybird. And then the police are saying, there is no foul play. We don't suspect any foul play. I'm sorry. This is what I'm telling you. They're trying to cover up the fact that it's a serial killer. Yes. I, Shut up. Shut up. I'm telling you, that's what they do. I don't think. Well, maybe the police, but not the government, like you said. Has the government made any comments on it? No. When was the last time you saw me and the government in the same room? (laughs) There's no government here. It's a lawless land. I wish. Anyways, I saw a TikTok about a guy. He lives in Austin. He was talking about it. He goes, they found 19 bodies out there. He goes, they're all males between the age of 20 and 30. Honestly? I'm scared. I'm scared, <laughs> man. I'm scared. Goes, I'm the target now. He said, I understand how women feel. <laughs> he said, I'm going to start walking around with my keys between yes. my fingers at night. <laughs> yes. It was. Oh, uh, my gosh. Imagine. I would love to live through a serial killer here in town. What? I said what I said. No. Wouldn't that be cool? No. No. Because <laughs> I always look like this target. <laughs> I got no tattoos. I got brown hair. Yeah. <laughs> Skinny white girl. Come on. <laughs> Get in the back of my car. <laughs> I'm going to skin you and eat your bones. I love it. No. How cool. No. I would never leave my house. <laughs> I'd be walking out there. Take me, take me. No, you wouldn't. The second a man approached you, you would scream. I just felt lying about everything is my issue. Like, are you- I can hear your scream in my head. Do you have the specific one that you do? Oh my Caitlin's crying right now. <laughs> I have tears running oh, down my no. face from laughing. Oh my gosh. I do. I think it'd be cool to live through one of those. Like, no. like, like your dad lived through, and my dad too, lived through like, I think he was there during Charles Manson time, right? In California. <laughs> my dad was, your dad wasn't? My dad was born in 1982. <laughs> Whoa. I didn't know your dad was so young. <laughs> What the heck? Oh, your dad was in his 50s too. Man. Anyways, my dad lived through Charles Manson. My grandma was out there when it was Charles Manson. Isn't that so sick? I guess. Not my dad. Or like Richard Ramirez, same thing. My (laughs) grandma lived through that out there. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so tough. I want to do that. I want to live through one of those. (laughs) She said, I want to be in the vicinity of a serial killer. Yes. How cool, bro. No, no, you already walk <laughs> around with so much anxiety. Add a murderer on top of that. Yeah, but I mean, no, there's no I mean. <laughs> but there is what I mean. Mm. Yeah, because <coughs> I think I'm safe. I don't think I'm the target. Just the rest of us. Yeah. Collateral damage. <laughs> she said, I'm going to. If she comes back and she's doing the podcast by herself, just know that there was a serial killer and that he got me. I think I was telling somebody yesterday because they made a joke about like getting kidnapped and murdered. And I was like, oh my God, that's on my bucket list. And they were like, what? You can't say that. And they were like getting kidnapped and murdered. And I said, no, no, no. Knowing somebody gets kidnapped and murdered so I can like feature it on my podcast. And they were like, yeah, you can't make that joke. I thought it was funny. No, that is funny. I I would have Isn't that cool? Listen, guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today... (laughs) (laughs) Today we have a case that really hits close to home. Um, oh my gosh. Isn't it? Dude. I think so. Anyways. Anyways. That's insane. 
I was about to say something really out of pocket. Say it. Well, it wasn't out of pocket. It was like out say of left it. field. Say it. So at work yesterday, we were doing someone, my coworker was doing research and found where someone had written their occupation as prostitute in the 1870 davis county census were two of them they were living in the same house they both had (laughs) one-year-old children um but prostitution was legal in davis county until 1890 something we should bring it back prostitution why not get a bang for your buck right stop (laughs) i can't say that i think so no but that was that was all that we had today. Yeah, pretty much. So that covers <coughs> that covers the the gist of yep, it. That's our rundown. So if people like our little rundown episodes, we'll start we'll doing get them no like feedback. once a month, except from your family. <laughs> well, you have people that listen. Who? Sounds all like right. Someone needs to listen to the podcast for Sarah. That's okay. But anyway, when we post this. Because we'll post the on the, pa- the Panther Radio thing. Yeah. We'll post Monday, I think. Yeah. But if you all listen to this, um, find us on social media. Yeah. Give us, give us give some us feedback. feedback. Tell us some stuff you want to see this this season because yep. we have one idea currently. Yes. So. Cannibals. I'm so excited. You're not supposed to give it out yet, Sorry. Goob. Nope. I guess you can look forward to it next week. <laughs> it was not cannibals. <laughs> <laughs> we are not eating people next week. <laughs> We but should, we are. We should name it like we get the munchies or something like that. <gasps> Yummy. Lunchtime. A little snack. She deserves a little treat. Oh my gosh. We could, You know what we should name the next episode? Huh. Mookbong. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what that is? A mookbong? Yeah. <laughs> I don't sure. live under a rock. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just making sure. But wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it should be mookbong. Princey. Do you know what that is? <laughs> yeah. I like that. But anyway. <laughs> season two episode one of crime and punishment yes and we'll be back next next week well yep. this will go up monday we'll be back the monday after yeah weekly episodes don't yep weekly episodes for now sarah and caitlin yeah so stay Remember. alert <laughs> so remember stay alert stay safe and, and stay, stay alive, alive.